Heads up, Easter is early this year, so get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. Pastel outfits for the whole family, Macy's has you covered. Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies, from books to stuffed animals and even slime. Find it all in-store and online at Macy's.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today, we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. Hiring is hard. Express Employment Professionals makes it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express Employment Professionals is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies Find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, things. Tight, tighten up your core, things. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the second to last day of the month. Is there 31 days in January? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Happy Thursday, everybody. It's January 30th, and Chase is here with me just to do the intro to my Jenny Allen interview. She's my guest today, and I recorded this with her last week, and it's just so good. She is someone that is full of so much wisdom, and I thought, I'm just going to read to you, Chase, and everybody listening um, about her new book. Because that way I give you like, this is what we're set. This kind of sets up the interview. And then each, I do all four things with Jenny and we touch on different things that are in here. Okay. Cool. So Jenny's new book is called Get Out of Your Head, Stopping the Spiral of Toxic Thoughts. Ooh, we can all, re- we can all use that. Right? Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's what <clears throat> she says. 
Over time, as the head of IF Gathering, Jenny began to notice a troubling trend among the women around her. When many resolved to make positive changes in their lives, they often fell back into old habits and unhealthy patterns. She began to study the mind and neuroplasticity and discovered something shocking. Every day, the average person has 30,000 thoughts, and a full 70% of those thoughts are negative, according to Psychology Today. That's 21,000 negative thoughts that betray, destroy, Distract and ruin our days. Even with this knowledge, Jenny found her own thoughts spiraling out of control for 18 months straight. But in that dark period, she discovered the one thought that could take all the others captive I have a choice. In Get Out of Your Head, she helps readers make their own thought choices to escape the downward spiral of toxic thinking. So this is what, yeah, yeah I'm excited. This is what to hear Jenny that. and I get into. And, you know, she, She's, she's just, she's got, she's got a lot to say. And I'll say that, you know, in, in our talk, you're going to hear us talk about the power of positive thinking. And I think Chase and I, we were discussing this in the Q and A episode earlier this week, how last Sunday at church, like it was just all about the brain and gratitude and happiness and where it comes from. And we really can control a lot of it. We have a choice. And then I'm like, I'm at, I'm at work um, for the Bobby Bone Show, and I do this thing called Amy's Pile every day. Yeah. It's my own segment. Thank you. Which you usually have a pile, so it's accurate. <laughs> Which I, yeah. I normally have literally <laughs> a pile of paper, everywhere. and I'm like sifting through stuff, and I try to find things that are interesting, but you know, cover all kinds of things, because not everybody's going to be all interested in the same thing. And fun fact is every Friday in the pile, I would do Fun Fact Friday, but this week... This Friday, the last day, the legit last day of the month. Um, if you're listening to the Bobby Bone Show, we're debuting Fun Fact Friday. It's a spinoff of the pile, and I got got its own segment. Oh man! So now the pile on Friday will be regular pile stories, which is just three stories, you know, every day that I find interesting to share. And then, um, but now early in the show, like early, early, Fun Fact Friday. I'm excited. And it, for it really that. just gives you fun facts to share. Really. Like stuffed, it's random stuff, but say you're at a dinner party or you're at work or you're in an awkward conversation and you need something to like dig yourself out. It's kind of like, oh, fun fact. Did you know, like, this is one I think I might use because I've been researching my facts, um, that NASA shows Armageddon to like new employees that work in certain departments and they have to watch Armageddon and point out every single mistake. That's like not real. That's like it amazing. wouldn't really happen. And I think there's like 168 of them or something that have been discovered where it's like, okay, that's fake. See it what I love happened. about fun facts is I'll hear something like that. And then I'll go spend hours learning more or like get a book because I want to know more. Well, I about- guess also fact check that. <laughs> so <laughs> Some of my fun facts, you never know. I mean, I listen, I don't have time to totally research everything, but it's supposed to be fun. It's not fact Friday. It's fun fact yeah, Friday. All right. Fair enough. So anyway, as I was researching other stuff for my pile, I came across this. It says science says focusing on gratitude improves body and and mind. Listen, okay? This is from Inc. Uh, gratitude makes you more likely to exercise. Research shows people who keep gratitude journals reported fewer health complaints, more time exercising, and fewer symptoms of physical illness. I believe that. that. Gratitude journal. Boom. We have one. Yeah. Guys, 
four things, four things gratitude journal. The four things that we put on the journal are love hard, choose joy, laugh often, give thanks. So, and I mean, I'm biased, but it's super cute. It's pretty awesome. And it supports Haiti. So just throwing that out there. Uh, Gratitude reduces your stress level. This is another study. Cultivating appreciation and other positive emotions lead to lower levels of stress hormones, including a 23% drop in cortisol. It improves the quality of your sleep. When it comes to our precious Zs, a study finds that regularly focusing on gratitude and thankfulness improve quality of sleep and resulted in longer sleep hours. I mean... It's good okay. stuff right there. I know. I'm like, go me and Mary. We're on it. <laughs> just kidding. People have been on to gratitude for like way longer. But just in case... But you're introducing it to a lot of new Just in case you yeah. weren't into gratitude until we made a journal then... High five. Um, so it increases your emotional well-being. Gratitude leads to lower depression levels through finding more meaning in life. Uh, it makes your heart stronger and healthier. Research from Massachusetts General Hospital finds that a patient with gratitude may independently predict superior cardiovascular... <laughs> talk? May independently predict superior cardiovascular health and other studies have shown that gratitude may speed up recovery in heart patients. And you know, when my mom was going through her battle with cancer, although cancer won, but you know, I don't think that had, she she couldn't have joyed her way out of that or gratitude her way out of that. It was a different journey. It's toll is a different journey, but through her battle, she focused on joy and that's where pimp and joy comes from. And in the outro, I'll tell you all about something that we're going to be doing with Pimp and Joy. So make sure you listen all the way through. And also in the outro of each episode, that's when I do the email shout out. So you never know when your email might get read. But um, uh, which I think my email shout out is also on gratitude. <laughs> we're just really grateful today, guys. But it's a cool, it's a cool idea that a listener emailed about that she's doing with five of her girlfriends or five. She's like her. Oh, I'm excited plus, to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. You listen all the way through. Yeah. I mean, I will now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. So, <laughs> and then the whole Jenny Allen thing. Yes. There's a very, there's a theme to this episode and it's gratitude, but y'all, it's just so important. Uh, and here's the last thing I'm just going to say from this article from my pile. It makes you a more effective leader. According to a study, grateful leaders motivated employees to become more productive because when employees feel valued, they have high job satisfaction, engage in productive relationships, are motivated to do their best, and work toward achieving company goals. Boom. Boom. So, good uh, stuff. I know I joke like we have a journal, blah, 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 but I'll, I I mean, I'm going to be a broken record with this. You do not have to have our journal to. Um, practice gratitude. Just grab any notebook and just four things. It's that easy. We promote the four things because obviously that's our it's our theme here. It's our vibe. Um, but you, you know, if you want to start with one thing, you do that. You do you. But our goal is just to encourage this. And then obviously, you know, um, you know, let your, fa- get your family in on it, get your kids in on it, get your husband, your wife, like whomever in on it, right? Your friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, with that said, do we have anything else we want to cover in the intro before? I'm excited to hear this conversation. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Jenny Allen, everybody, here it is. First thing. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So 
as I told y'all, I'm super excited to have Jenny Allen on, and now she's officially here. Jenny, you want to say hey? I'm here. Here. Hey, guys. Um, Where are you talking to us from? I'm talking to you from Dallas, Texas. I'm at home today working. and I am excited for you to talk with us about kind of a trend that you're seeing of women that are spiraling into toxic thinking. So, I, I mean, I don't think this is new, but I think we have two things that are new. One is we have the internet to where we are comparing ourselves more than ever. And I think toxic thinking has, we have a, a catalyst for it every day in our hands, looking at our phones. And then two, the research on the brain is very new. I mean, what we've learned about the brain in the last 20 years is more than we've learned in the last 2000. So we've got a lot of new information that we now can employ when we're talking about our thoughts and our mental health because there is a, there is more control that we, than we, what we realized prior that, that we actually can change our thoughts. And, you know, I mean, we usually spend a lot of time talking about our emotions, but emotions are a difficult thing to change. If I said, Hey, Amy, stop feeling sad. You know, you'd be like, well, that's cute. You know, I'm not going to do that. That can't happen. So what's interesting is our emotions are difficult to change, but our thought lives can be interrupted and they can be shifted. So it's so hopeful and encouraging and I hope really empowering to people. But I think most of us still, we might have that knowledge, but we live as if we don't have power over our thoughts. And we kind of just, we never rein it in and we just think whatever we think. And those negative thoughts are absolutely changing us. Gosh, yeah. I mean, they really are. And I I think um, as we practice more of the positive thinking and the gratitude, like we recently with the four things whole line that we have in this, the four things podcast, like just wanted a simple way for people to practice gratitude and write down four things every day that they're thankful for. Cause to me, journaling, I don't know. How are you when it comes to journaling? Have you always been good at that? Oh, I do love it. And I think it's something that is so important to this because if you want to change your thinking, you first have to know what it is you're thinking. And I think what journaling does is it gives you space to reflect, right? So you having people do that is such a powerful practice because, yeah. Selfishly, I needed a way to do it myself because I am not, journaling is intimidating to me. It seemed daunting. And I just, you know, if I opened up a blank journal, I just felt like, oh my gosh, well, what am I supposed to write down? And then I felt like what I was, I almost judged myself too much on, I probably was overthinking it. And, and actually I realized now that I was because it's why we made the four things gratitude journal so simple. You can just write down four things every day. And what I've seen is, you know, some days I really don't have the words. It's okay. That's why we added also fun stickers, but I have also been shocked at some days where I fill up the whole page for each thing and I, I'm actually writing out and I'm getting better at it and I'm getting more comfortable and it, I can see how it really does change my perspective. And now I'm like, oh, I get it now. Why all these wise people in my life, you being one of them and, you know, other people that are good at reflecting and writing and you know, really thinking about their days and, and what they're thankful for, even the hard times, you know? 
Oh, I mean, it's so powerful because I think we want there to be like a really complicated fix here. And, you know, that, that it would have to be so hard to really change our minds. And it's really not. Like that little simple practice of being thankful for four things every day, it actually, and scientifically, there's a whole chapter about that, is they, this is changing your brain. Like it actually does send endorphins and it physically alters the way that you're thinking and experiencing your life. And so, you know, really, it really is trusting in simple practices and disciplines that can change everything. Yeah. Are you um, more of a, a morning journaler or a nighttime reflector? So I am more of a once a weeker. So okay. I, but journaling is, it just takes more focus. And so I kind of carve out a day a week where I'm really protected in my time. And I actually take a lot of time just to be alone and reflect because I, I don't know. I just got antsy trying to discipline myself to every single morning. So yeah. once a week in a more concentrated way was a better fit for me. Oh, no, I think it's encouraging for other people to hear that, especially someone like you that's an advocate for, um, you know, making sure that you're taking time for that. But hey, it's okay if that means you're just doing it once a week. And that's how we were, too, when we first started it. Like, I just was like, there's no pressure. Don't feel like this is something you need to do every day. You don't even need, you know, like our specific journal to do it. It's just kind of we wanted to rally people to join us Mm -hmm. in it because it again, it just seems like, am I doing this right? But is is there, there's no wrong way, I guess, mm-hmm. unless you're journaling a bunch of negative things. <laughs> yeah. Well, even then you might be getting something out, right? Like working it out. I do think um, you're right. I think to, to, to force, and I'm going to say the word force because I think it should be forced if it's not natural for you, is to force gratitude. You know, it is a choice and we can choose it, but, but we have to be intentional and not passive and expect our lives to change by just wishing, you know, like this is, this is, the work and, and you sit down and you, you write down your thoughts and you notice what it is you're thinking and you, you know, share that with others. I think that's a huge component that we're missing in the world today is just vulnerability with, with a few close friends that we say what's really going on. And it really is radical and life shifting to just say what we're thinking out loud and, and to hear it because sometimes in our minds it makes perfect sense. And when we say it out loud, it's so obviously false. And wrong, you know. Yeah. No, and I, I you bring up a good point, like finding people that you can share it with and saying out loud. And I think, you know, it's good for people to be vulnerable, but don't always feel like that means that you have to post about it on it doesn't mean you know, you gotta go post it on Instagram. That's not that doesn't equal being vulnerable. And maybe it is something that you feel like you want to share on that platform because you think it will help others, but by no means does sharing mean that that's you know you have to go to that side of things. There could be that you share it with a sister or a mom or a best friend or a close group of girlfriends or whatever. Um, That's like just as, I feel like sometimes people get scared of being vulnerable because they feel like that means it has to be public. Oh, yeah. And I would say that's part of the false dichotomy we have right now with relationships is we think we're close to people because we are connected online. And that's not real connection, like real life connection happens face to face. I mean, I think about that weekend we had with several girlfriends, it was a bunch of people in leadership and and not a bunch, I'd say it was probably just a small group, but 
I would say in those two or three days, we bonded so deeply because we really talked about real life things. We ate together. We, you know, told stories. We, we cried. <laughs> and I think we live in a context where we're missing some of that on a regular basis, but we don't notice it as much as you would have, say, 15, 20 years ago, because if you hadn't spoken to another human for a few weeks, you would notice. But now we don't pursue lunch dates. We don't go to coffee. We don't make space and time just for leisurely time with people that we love and know. And I think that's got to become a priority in our lives because that we cannot replace real life connection with the internet connection. It's not, it's not helpful. You mentioned just a second ago about the whole chapter you have on the science behind some of that. And I know that the next thing we're going to get into is actually the science behind why your thoughts can change your life. So hopefully you can dive into that a little bit more yeah. because I feel like it's one thing to say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Brene Brown says uh, there is no joy without gratitude or which is which is true. But you can when you hear that maybe the science behind it or the statistics, it's like, OK, there's sure. weight to her quote. There's a reason why, you know, yeah. you're saying it, why she's saying it, why other people that we look up to are saying it because there's research. Let me tell you about this 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater that I got for $50. I ordered it in navy, the crew neck style, and it is perfect. I wore it with jeans and heels to work and then later in the day threw on sneakers and it was a simple outfit that got so many compliments. And something like this exists thanks to Quince. I already have the ivory color in my cart for my next order, which by the way, I never thought I would own anything cashmere before, but since all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's doable now. They also have organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more that you need to check out for yourself. And here's how they do it. They partner directly with top factories. Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Amy. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. 
Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Second thing. So it's unbelievable. It's so encouraging, first of all. Yeah. Um, this can be a discouraging subject when you're thinking about yourself. All of us in our own minds, in fact, the science will say that over 75% of our thoughts are negative. And so that's really discouraging when you think of all of us out there having 75% or more of our thoughts be negative, as well as over 80% are repetitive from the day before. So we are looking at the same negative thoughts toxic thoughts over and over and over again in our brains. And so that's a little bit discouraging. However, the good news is, and the science shows it again and again, is that we can change our minds, that, that we don't have to think this way. And so even just on a physical level, when you have a thought, your brain is responding with neurons. Those neurons are firing. And in each neuron, there's something called a microtubule. That microtubule is kind of like the brain of that little cell. And this is all something physical that you can see when you have a thought. So when you have a thought, those microtubules begin to build a little city around that thought. And this is what's mind-blowing, is the process from one thought to a little city being built in your brain is 10 minutes. So for 10 minutes following a thought that you think, your brain is physically altering and reacting to that thought. And again, it's discouraging when you think of negative thoughts, but when you think of positive thoughts, it also changes everything. And it can physically change your brain just to believe the best about someone and to stop, you know, thinking negatively about yourself and and to see the good in your life, to have gratitude. Those things are physically altering your brain in a positive way. And so we can build new pathways and and think new thoughts, and it really, truly affects us, not just in our mind and our mental health, but also in our physical health. Um, It is unbelievable the tie of our physical health to our mental health. And then, of course, our relationships, too. So, there's a ton of hope that this is not something that is unchangeable. This is something that is very, our brains are very malleable and they can be changed. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got kids and a husband and like how I've got a lot of listeners that have families and, you know, do you, I mean, I know like you're seeing a trend amongst women and that's a lot of who you work with, but I know you, you have a passion for young people too. Like, Uh, do you see, you know, the generation that's growing up, like how, you know, gosh, I just, I feel like they're growing up in such a different time with like all the social media and the different things that can cause such negative thoughts. Like this might be totally random, but have you watched uh, Cheer on Netflix? 
Oh my gosh, everybody's talking about it. And I've only watched a little bit, but I cannot wait to dive in. Okay, so you're going to dive in. But I was a cheerleader at yeah. the University of Arkansas. So this is going to be my show. I cannot wait. Tell oh, me, tell me. well, then you you're going to love it like way more than me. I mean, I was a cheerleader my senior year of high school, but I don't even know how I made the team. So, uh, <laughs> but but the, there's one girl on there that's kind of a social media star. And last night as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, wait, I got to know. Like they keep talking about how she's the social media star. So I got to check her out. And I go and sure enough, she has a million followers and oh she's very known in the cheer world, but she was talking on camera about just in one of her little side interviews, how certain comments just really get to her. And I mean, she's just, she's super talented, cute as can be, uh, you know, what in the world could you just kind of where you look at her, like, there's no way she probably thinks anything bad about herself. Her life is great. Um, but then, you know, why would she let one little comment get to her? But she said there will be tons and tons and tons of amazing comments, but that one negative comment will stick with her and could li- and mm. literally is in her head and ruins her. And I Ugh. just think of, I mean, that happens to us, right? Yes. Too, but for young people and their brain not being fully developed and then not knowing how to really process all of that and then just having all these other things that you deal with, like hormones and all the other pressures that come with being a teenager and, you know, a, you know just a young person, I mean, think of, I feel like we dodged that not growing up in a social media age. I mean, sure, we had our other pressures, but like, what what are you seeing with young people and how can uh, we, you know, yeah. make sure we're implementing this with all oh, the extra things so they have? This is so good. And, and I would say we have got to become zealots for ourselves and our own health mentally and emotionally, but we really have to do it for ourselves, for our kids, right? And I'm not just talking about those of you that are parents. I mean the next generation. We're all responsible for them. And then you've got to be those that speak truth to them because we have to be really brave and courageous when it comes to them and not half-heartedly watch them go through their lives and hope that they're doing okay. They are not doing okay. (laughs) Like It is hard to be a teenager right now. It is so hard to be a kid right now. I mean, the the numbers, the statistics of, of mental illness is getting younger and younger and younger. So we just have to be so zealous for them and fight for them and and help them even know how to process what they're seeing, what they're hearing. And it's just not it's just not an option. You're exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So yes, and I like the encouragement of whether you have kids or not, like just be involved, investing in our future, whatever that looks like. And I know I've got tons of teachers that even listen too, and maybe that'll help encourage them because I know they care about kids so much. Like yes. how can they, I mean, that could even work for a teacher. Like, hey, write down, write down what, what you're struggling with right now. What are you worried about? And then yes. having that as like a way to, to know how to be there for them. I mean, because some kids, mm-hmm. I think about it like, and yeah, gosh, you know, some of them have active people in their life that are caring and thinking about them and doing stuff like this and being proactive. And then other kids, they don't have that at all. Yeah. And my heart just hurts for them because so it is going to take outside resources and teachers and others that Mm kind of come in and fill that gap because gosh, yeah, it is hard. And I know that you have your own story of, um, battling some toxic thoughts. And yeah. I want to get into that next, if you'll just share with us a little bit about what that um, season in your life was like. And we'll do that next. Sure. Well, probably like a lot of people listening, I wake up in the middle of the night and I've done that often on in my life. 
but really for the or in this season, which was about 18 months long, I was waking up consistently every single night at 3 a.m. And and I didn't think that much of it because I've gone through seasons like that before with kids. I mean, just, you know, I have four kids. It's happened. But this season specifically, it was full of pretty, you know, it started with just laundry and all the things that you wake up and you think about. But somehow or another, it would go all the way to, um, death and a fear of death and is God real and what is life mad? Like it just got so dark and twisty in the middle of the night. And I, I say this because I think so many times we aren't even noticing our own thoughts and we're not noticing how much they're having an impact over us. So all of that time for months and months, I really didn't talk about it with anybody. I didn't tell anybody I was going through this. I think my husband knew I wasn't sleeping well. Um, and I might've mentioned that, but I never really talked about how dark and scary my thoughts were and how fear, fearful I was becoming. And I remember when my husband really noticed it was we went and saw an Avengers movie, which I love Avengers. I love everything Marvel. And it was the second to last one of the whole series. And, I um I came home and I was having panic from seeing it. It just you know the the superheroes disappeared. <laughs> they vanished. Yeah. Um, sorry if I'm spoiling. <laughs> you haven't seen it, but I I that was my fear. It was just like it, life is meaning. It was just super dark, super dark and twisty. And finally, I I said it out loud. I started to say what I was fearing and what I was thinking that out loud. And it was, I said it to a few safe friends and they went to war for me. I mean, they heard what I said and they were like, Jenny, this is not okay. This is not you, you know, and, and it just, they fought for me. And it was the biggest gift because I had been alone in the dark with these lies for so long that I had believed them. And I had kind of lost my bearings with my faith, with um, even just my future and why I do what I do. I just, you know, I think hopelessness had kind of set in and, and they just fought for me. And it was, it was the beginning of such a big turning point. And it, I think it was a wake up call because I realized, Oh my gosh, this happened I under my nose. Like I, I let this happen and I didn't even think much about it. It wasn't even, like there were no sirens going off. This isn't healthy. You know, this is going to lead to bad things. It was just quiet, subtle thoughts that I left unattended for so long that it did produce a lot of fear. And yeah. And so was that the, those 18 months, was that what the inspiration behind the book or were you already working on something related to this? And then it just, no, I would say it absolutely was the inspiration. I think Around the same um, time frame, my daughter wants to be a neuro researcher, and she's sending me TED Talks and articles. And so I am waking up. Sorry, I am waking up to the fact that this is an issue, right? And that there are answers. Um, but at the same time, of course, how prophetic of me to go through it myself because I don't think I could have written this book with integrity unless I've really done the work and know what it felt like. Cause so many people are going to pick up this book and they're going to be the people that are like, you know what? I'm just tired of being insecure. I'm tired of, you know, fears that we all face daily, but there are going to be some people that pick it up and feel like, gosh, I've got some thoughts that have been here for so long 
and they're so dark and I don't know what to do with them. So I think getting to go through that season was such a gift to this process because I, I relate, I relate to being stuck in patterns that I didn't notice. I relate to having to really go to war with it, not just trying to think positive thoughts, but to really have to retrain my mind and, um, and fight, you know, what I, what I think was just some darkness that came over me for a long time. So I think, I think it was, it was hard, but I would not trade it because it has made me so um, passionate about this for women. It has made me just, you know, I mean, my husband said last night we were at dinner and he was like, I've never seen you like this. Like you are just fierce for people and you want to fight for them. Like I've never seen before. And I think it's just realizing how many people are stuck in their minds and, and that there's a way out. I just, I think it's made me, you know, it's made me fight harder for people. Yeah. Well, I think if there's one thing I was thinking when you said that, and I was like, if there's one thing I really feel like I know about you strongly, it's that like when you're fired up about something, like <laughs> you're going to get it done. <laughs> you're you're going to make it happen. So, yeah. uh, and I know that you love um, uniting people and helping people. Yeah. And um, hopefully that's what this book um, or I know that it will do um, for the people that are that are in that, that are stuck in that. And mm. if anybody is listening right now, I would just encourage them. This could be, you know, I always, um, I get emails from people after they listen. I mean, sometimes when you're doing life or doing what you do, Jenny, like, are you... I do this. I just question like, what am I even doing? Like, are even, yes. is anybody even listening to me? Does this even matter? Yes. I, why, 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 you know, why I should yes. just do nothing <laughs> like, because it's I don't so know funny. why we do that to ourselves. That's one of my biggest lies. Yes. Yes. And then, you know, you get that email or that note or that DM that just is like, Hey, I just want you to know, I listened to this one episode and X, Y, Z, and this is what it did for me. And then I was like, Oh, and then sometimes I'm like, I don't know. When I recorded that episode, I was like, what should I even do this episode? But then mm-hmm. it, whatever it was, I mean, there's some that you do that you're like, okay, yeah, this is, and it's probably because I have an awesome guest, like, like you, for instance, I'll be like, yes, this is like, this is making a difference. This is doing something. But even in the little things mm-hmm. that we do and share, like I do, I have that, that lie sometimes, but then I hear that one story of that one person that needed to hear whatever it is that, you know, was discussed. And, you know, for you, I know that you're going to get a lot of amazing feedback and, and, and notes of knowing, like, I hear you. I needed this. Thank you mm. for sharing this. Uh, and and for yeah. me, if you're anybody listening, I feel like now I just always want to like put that out there of like, if don't wait. Maybe you're just like, I don't really, because sometimes I think maybe you, and maybe you did once you started measuring the 18 months, like in the beginning, you're like, okay, what is this? Is this even real? Like, what is this thought? I don't really understand it. And you may end up letting it drag on longer than it needed to, because you don't really think it's of concern. Yeah, absolutely. I think we tend to dismiss ourselves, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what, what we're both saying we do with our work. We do it with our thoughts. We do it with our roles in life and the the impact we're having. I mean, we do, we dismiss ourselves all the time and diminish ourselves. And I think that one hope I have is just that this would, if if you're listening right now, that you would go, you know what? My thoughts matter and they matter enough to say them out loud. They matter enough to take up the space in the room. Because I think for me, freedom began when I started just saying it out loud. And so now it's hysterical. What will happen regularly in my life is that 
I will be, in fact, one of my friends called me this week and she was calling me. I didn't know it at the time, but she was calling me to meet her somewhere to see an office space that she's thinking about leasing. And, but she called me and she said, how are you? You know, what's going on? And I told her, I was like, well, I'm having a hard day. And I told her my mental headspace, like what, what I was worried about, what I was thinking about. And of course it's, it's, you know, fears and all these insecurities and things. And she's like, okay. And like, we go, <laughs> but I don't know. She's calling me to go meet her somewhere. She just, she just needed to tell me something, but I, but I've learned the power of saying something out loud. And of course that led to, you know, us grabbing lunch. And I just, I used to, I held it in for so long, for too long, that now I might be awkward and getting it out, but I will get it out because <laughs> yeah. I don't want that to have power over me. And I think in saying it out loud, it loses a lot of power. Right. And then obviously, you know, the friends that you can say that to because your friend yeah. is like, okay, well, I was just calling to go um, look at some property. However, let's go get lunch. Let's talk this through like you. And then the friend can invest back in you. Um, and so yeah. yeah, finding those people that you can trust um, saying stuff to yeah. um, is important too. And I know that there's uh, also seven thought choices that we can make. So I want to get yeah. into those those next that'll kind of take all those other thoughts captive. Yeah. So we'll do that as the fourth thing. Fourth thing with Amy Brown. Uh, uh. So yes, there are choices that we can make. And I think the most important thing people understand is that they do have a choice that when you feel like you're stuck in it, toxic spiral. And honestly, let's be real. That can happen 12 times a day. That can happen a hundred times a day. This isn't something that we once and for all quit doing, right? Like this is a constant fight. Um, and we, we daily need to do this. And so the one interrupting thought that I encourage everyone to utilize regularly, you know, minute by minute, day by day is I have a choice. And so if I find myself, um, you know, discouraged, if I find myself thinking in, um, you know, insecure thoughts or fears, I will interrupt my thought with that. Just, I have a choice. I'm not going to continue down the spiral. So these seven thoughts are really ways to interrupt. It's choices that we can make in the midst of the things that are going to come after us. Because there's, you know, there's, all of us have lies that we tend to believe um, and spirals that we're going to be more prone to spiral in. So, Here's, here's the seven. I choose to be still with God instead of staying distracted and numbing out. And, and you, you know, we have so many distractions. I choose to be known instead of isolating myself in shame. I choose to surrender my fears instead of being bound by anxiety. I choose to delight in God instead of letting cynicism invade my headspace. I choose to serve God instead of living in self-importance. I choose to be grateful instead of believing I am a victim to my circumstances. And I choose to seek the good of others instead of focusing on my own comfort. And what you see in these choices as you make them day after day is just a better way to live. It's just a more full, joyful way to live. And I, I believe we are, you know, we are going to have to be those that get very passionate about um, choosing a different way for our minds rather than kind of passively letting our minds think about whatever they're going to think about. Because again, the science would tell us that, that over 75% of it is going to be negative if we don't take the reins and really choose a different way. Yeah. Got to take 
take the thoughts captive. And then, you know, kind of along the same lines of that would be, um, like we talked about the, the, the positive thoughts, the gratitude and, and what you're thankful for. And something that, um, a lot of guests that come on do is they, they share it as another way for us to just get to know you a little bit better as well. Like four things in your life that you're currently thankful for. Ah, yes. I love the question. I love the question. And there have been times, you know, you sent me a bag. You asked me this one time. I have one of your awesome totes. I love it so much. And it says tacos and Texas. And there, there are those things as well in my life. But this day, I want to say the four things. And this won't surprise anybody that's been listening. Number one is risk-taking women. I love women that take risks. And number two is radical optimism. And number three is three-hour patio talks. And number four is asking these questions. I think we need to go together. <laughs> and I wish we could do it tonight, Amy. I wish we could hang out tonight <laughs> and do all of those things. Yeah. And the, and the fourth one she said in case it cut out just a second, but it was asking deep questions. But then also I have a question about three hour patio talks. Like, yep. it, it, like I don't know, explain that a little bit more. Cause I don't know if people well, are wondering if that's just something casual or if it's something official. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'd love to make it official. I should make it official, but right now it is just friends that stop by. I have friends that stop by. It makes me so happy and they will come and they will sit by. We have a little fire outside and we just turn, light it up and, and sit around and we'll drink wine and talk for hours. And it is my favorite. It is my favorite. Just real life conversations that are casual and you didn't have to plan much, you know? Yeah. not my, I mean, and I think hearing that too, I'm like, gosh, I need to be more spontaneous with things like that of just, you know, yeah, a friend popping over or me popping over somewhere yes. or just, yeah, like plopping down on the patio. It's nothing too formal. It's just maybe even... Yeah, totally unplanned, unexpected, but it ends up being, you know, a, a while in the patio, maybe three hours. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I, one of my friends came over recently and I was in my robe and she just came by to, she and her husband just came by really quickly. In fact, she had her kids with her too, to see something in my backyard. And and they ended up staying all night and it was so fun. I did get out of my robe, <laughs> but but I, I just think, yeah, we've got to be those people that aren't afraid to drop by. And I think some of our best connection with people happens spontaneously. Oh, yeah. I love it. Well, Jenny, thank you for taking time to talk with us today. I know that you are super busy, but I'm excited for your new book. And I just, um, I know it's going to do great things for people. And I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> um, and I just want to encourage you to keep going and keep doing what you're doing because, I mean, you're such a blessing to so many people. You are too, girl. And Love thank it. You, Love thank running you. beside you. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on. And um, I'm going to encourage everybody to go get go get the book. It's, it's out now. Get out of your head. Stopping the spiral of toxic thoughts. And um, yeah, Jenny Allen, appreciate you. A big thank you to Jenny Allen for coming on the podcast today. Like she's just awesome. I hope if you are looking for a book or you need to get out of your head, well, then Jenny Allen's book would be the one to get. So I appreciate her taking the time to, to chat with me for that. And now uh, it's the end of the episode. This is where I throw in the email shout out. Y'all send me 
some of the greatest emails to four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. And I just appreciate that so much. That's where I get to read about what's going on in y'all's lives. Or I get to get questions for the Q&A episode that's called The Fifth Thing that's every Tuesday. Or I get to sift through and find email shout outs. So I just appreciate y'all taking the time. Uh, This email is from Ashley. Hey, Amy, I wanted to reach out and tell you about something cool my friends and I decided to do with our gratitude journals. My group of friends, five of us total, and I have been friends since college. And we live in different states and we're at different stages in life, but we still talk weekly and do what we can to support each other. This past Christmas, I bought each of them a four things gratitude journal and one for myself. We decided to journal through the new year together and share each week with the group four things that we are grateful for that week. I know we're only a few weeks into the new year, but we have started sharing four things that we were thankful for for a week with the group, and it has made us feel more connected and allows us to share in each other's lives a little more, even from great distances. I love hearing what my friends are grateful for, and it serves as encouragement for me to continue expressing gratitude and finding joy in my daily life. I wanted to say thank you to you and Mary for making the journals. We are loving them, and I love the way they're able to allow me and my friends to stay connected and share joy together. Thanks for always spreading joy and reminding me to do the same. And Ashley, thank you so much for this email. I mean, not only is it awesome, because yes, Mary and I geek out each time a journal is sold, each time we see y'all post about one, each time we see people like actually using them and it's making a difference in their life because when we made it, we're like, will people really buy this? So it definitely makes us happy. And then I just, I loved your email because it's giving other people an idea to do that with their friends or their family and using it as a way to connect and bond and share. Um, and, and then obviously as our chat with Jenny Allen that we just had, like the gratitude and the positivity can help. I mean, you never know what a friend is going through. So this might be an activity that could be really helpful for your community of girlfriends to do. And this doesn't mean, again, I'll reiterate this, that you have to have a four things gratitude journal to get this done, but um, it's a super cute journal and does make a cute gift. So if you have something you're wanting to buy your girlfriends and it supports Haiti at the same time, so it is a win-win, but you also could just get out any old notebook and write down four things that you're grateful for, you're thankful for, and participate and kind of come up with something like this with your group of girlfriends. So Ashley, thank you for sharing this idea and thank you for for using it and uh, using the journal. Because again, I promise you, it's not lost on Mary and I when y'all, you know, purchase things that we've come up with because it's literally stuff that we have come up with. <laughs> And we work on it and we design it like, you know, and I just want to also say too, that, um, we're working on a, uh, pimp and joy line. I know that I was talking, it just made me think of Mary and I working on things because we work on a spa a lot, but we also work on pimp and joy. And for Valentine's day, we've had the four things, love pullovers and t-shirts up that are supporting my life speaks, but we are now adding a pink pimp and joy line. Well, really anything pimp and joy will go to my life speaks through Valentine's day, but we're, we have a special pink line that we're using to kind of promote. And there are some really cute things. So if maybe four things stuff isn't your jam, um, you can get a tie-dye pink hoodie that says Pimp and Joy in squares or a new collegiate Pimp and Joy pink hoodie. Or we got a hot pink sweatshirt with Pimp and Joy repeat that's super cute. We have a pink beanie. We've got some tank tops too. So anyway, I'm excited about it. They're red and pink. Um, and that is going to go to support My Life Speaks as well. All of that can be found. RadioAmy.com will take you to anything Pim and Joy, anything Espoir. 
But really, when y'all do wear any of this stuff or post about it or email us about it or send us a DM saying that you like it and you use it or you wear it or whatever item it is, it really is cool because like we see it and we appreciate it. And then it affirms that what we're doing is cool and matters and we should keep doing it. So yeah, we appreciate you, each and every one of you. And I hope you have a great day. And that, uh, again, support Jenny Allen if you can. Um, Let's see, next Thursday, I wanted to kind of tease maybe who I was going to have on. Honestly, right when I get done recording this outro, I have an interview with the founder of Siete Foods, which is Siete Chips. If y'all don't know about Siete Chips, well, you will know after you listen to the podcast. And they used to be more like you could only find it like Whole Foods and health food stores, but now they're in Target. So I feel like a lot more people, it's more mainstream and you can get your hands on it. But if you're someone that maybe you haven't been able to eat a tortilla chip in forever because you can't have corn or there's certain things that you have have had to eliminate from your diet for health reasons, well, um, they have a line of foods that maybe you would be able to eat that maybe you don't even know exists. So, and they're all about family. Uh, like they're business motto is family first, family second, business third. And I love that about them. So they have a really amazing quality. So I'm going to stop recording this, say goodbye to y'all and go sit down for my little chat with Siete. And I don't know if that'll air next Thursday, but I will keep y'all posted. Okay. All right. Namaste. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today, we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.